morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains. From sea to shining sea, this is the host who loves you the most, Luke Through Pierre, back in the saddle for another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday. Friends, today's Torch Report 397, the climate clock, dun, 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 and China's global initiatives. We're going to get into it, friends. Will the dire predictions come true, or will China's vision for the future save us all. That's what we'll be exploring today. So let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Friends, this week, I started out by pointing out there's just a a relentless, merciless assault on common sense. And specifically, the, uh, you know, I was calling BS on the on the whole Russian mutiny melodrama, which of course the mainstream media continues to string that one along like, Oh, it's going to go on forever. I'm like, gosh, Russia's weak. Russia's going down all this crap. Anyway, they're, they're continuing to play the same tune, despite the fact that there is even more evidence coming out that Western intelligence was behind the whole operation. Friends, this whole story stinks to high heaven at, that's you know just one of the many reasons I don't want to really talk about it. So similarly, I was laying out all of the unlawful shenanigans swirling around the deep state interference in our elections, the Biden family crime syndicate, the toothless Durham report, and other such distractions. Friends, they're distractions, even though they're important issues that implicate treachery and treason at the highest levels of our government. Despite that, it is still just a distraction, which is why I kind of set it aside and try to tune into the bigger issues like global digital enslavement and total global tyranny. Now, sidestepping the nonsense, in Tuesday's report, uh, I placed the global cabal's devious plans front and center. You know, they're over there in summer Davos in China talking about how to use more stick and less carrot to achieve their ambitions. And of course, they're they're trying to save the planet. Really, they're trying to take over the world, allegedly to prevent a catastrophic climate crisis that's supposedly being driven by overpopulation, despite the fact that mathematically speaking, the whole of humanity, all eight billion human beings could easily fit within the great state of Texas, and we'd still have room to grow crops, friends. That's just a cold, hard fact. I did the math in Tuesday's report, but that's the mindset, the climate cult, you know, that believes these things. They are the ones driving the depopulation anti-human agenda. So despite the fact that none of it's based on actual reality or science, right on cue, Today, the climate cult is out there cranking up the doomsday dial, trotting out the king of England to activate a climate clock. The climate clock looks an awful lot like a giant ticking time bomb. And apparently, if you were to take the clock, uh, take the king at his word and and take his clock at face value, (laughs) no pun intended, friends, apparently we only have six years and 24 days left to save the planet. I did put a little screenshot here of the doomsday climate clock. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out Torch Report 397. You will see the climate clock. And you will also get the links to all of the primary sources because I'm about to just tear into this. But the question I have for you is, are you scared yet? It's the climate clock. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my gosh. We've only got six years and 24 days and uh, before the whole world falls apart. And the whole point is that 
they want people to be scared, right? They want to freak people out. Not the least of which is because, you know, it shuts down critical thinking and the blood recedes from the prefrontal cortex and all that jazz. But they want to freak people out. Most especially, they want to freak out all of the helplessly indoctrinated minions who are no longer capable of thinking for themselves. They're no longer capable of questioning the science. And unfortunately, of course, these minions get to vote, which is really what the climate agenda is all about. It's all about political control from the local to the state, to the national, to the global level. It's all about political control. It's about political control and money, of course, because it's always about the money, but it's about control, you know, controlling the flow of money for global investments via the ESG extortion mechanisms they've got going on in people's retirement accounts right now, or say using taxpayer dollars to, you know, build the inescapable surveillance infrastructure all around the world. They're doing that in the name of going green. Uh, it's also another example would be like, you know, giving exorbitant amounts of taxpayer funded subsidies to the government's green cronies. You know, these co these companies that take the money and run, they file for bankruptcy and they leave mountains of sustainable junk scattered all across the land. Like, uh, for example, those unrecyclable windmills that are stacking up and getting buried really all across the country, but somewhere in Texas. I did put a link there, uh, people talking about that, squawking about that, because gosh, holy smokes, this is supposed to be good for the environment. How can it be good for the environment to bury all of this industrial waste? And that says nothing of the batteries and all of that. But friends, again, never mind all of that. You know, yesterday, we have more, I mean, we have bigger fish to fry, you know? And so yesterday I was trying to start to put together the, the big picture puzzle pieces to connect the dots between the deep state surveillance, the Biden-backed state censorship, and of course, the democratic surveillance accelerator that virtually nobody has ever heard of. That's what I was trying to connect the dots of, because all of these things are driving the fundamental transformation of human consciousness, and they are intentionally transforming our world. Okay. These are the explicitly stated goals of Agenda 2030, which we got into a little bit yesterday. Now, I realize today I was like, you know what? You know, if there are new people, welcome, by the way, welcome to all the new subscribers, friends. Thank you for sharing the Torch Report. Sharing is caring. Clicking that little heart means a lot. But for all those new subscribers or those who haven't been reading that Torch Report for, you know, haven't been with me for long, all of this talk of transforming human consciousness, it might seem a little bit fringe, even a little bit extreme, you know? But I assure you, friends, this is an accurate and scientifically backed statement. You know, they are transforming human consciousness. And not only that, that's really the explicitly stated goal of the global elite. Their goal stated is to control emerging public perceptions and just chew on those words, emerging public perceptions. They want to control what people think before they even think it. They want to control emerging public perceptions in order to drive behavioral change. And all of this quite literally, quite scientifically rewires the human brain. Now, I want to recap that just a little bit because it's, it's really poor. To me, this is like the most important, the highest priority is that people wake up to what's going on here, how they're using the weaponized AI to control emerging perceptions and all of that. They, under the guise of state censorship, keeping people safe from hate speech and stuff. But this is how it works. Just to recap, uh, reading a little quote from the book, Rape of the Mind, 
uh, which actually I have over here on my shelf, right, right about here. Uh, looks like this. If you're in the Patriot Club checking out the video, uh, Rape of the Mind, I was reporting on that in Torch Report 305. And I'm going to read, quote, speech manifestations represent conditioned reflex functions of the human brain. In a simpler way, we may say that he who dictates and formulates the words and the phrases that we use, he who is master of the press and the radio is master of the mind. Political conditioning should not be confused with training or persuasion or even indoctrination. It is more than that. Political conditioning is more than just training, persuasion, or indoctrination. Political conditioning is tampering. It is taking possession of both the simplest and the most complicated nervous patterns of man, nervous system patterns. Now, it is the battle for possession of the nerve cells, period, end quote. This is coming from Dr. Juiced, Juiced Merlu, who, by the way, uh, Rape of the Mind is a psychology of thought control menticide and brainwashing. And this guy is brilliant. I mean, he has credentials out the wazoo, but essentially by controlling the narrative, they control the words and the language that we use. And this controls which parts of our brain light up and how often we hear the words, something pops up in our brain, like little neurosynapses, right? This is how brainwashing works. There's a science to it. It's not crackpot conspiracy. It's a well-documented science. They can do it with clinical precision, and it is being deployed against the whole of humanity right now in ways that were never before even possible. No, people couldn't even imagine the way that the mind could be manipulated and rewired like it is now. There, this, again, friends, like I said, it's a much, much, much greater threat than just the mere political corruption. Okay, this is, in fact, an aggressive assimilation. It is an enforced conversion via, you know, the endless repetitions and constant sloganizing, says Merlou. He says this results in unconscious taming and conditioning of humanity. Okay, you think about unconscious taming and conditioning of humanity. Right now, we are witnessing this scientific subconscious conditioning and psychological taming of humanity. Friends, the gravity of this fact cannot be overstated. This is huge, okay? And again, just to refresh, we were warned about this when they started figuring out like, wow, you know, Pavlov, Pavlonian response, you know, they can rewire the brain, neuroplasticity and all that. We were warned about this subconscious conditioning, this taming, psychological taming way back in the 1950s. Again, quote, 1950s, it is now technically possible to bring the human mind into a condition of enslavement and submission. Now we are beginning to see in the 1950s, we are beginning to see ever more clearly how the totalitarians use menticide deliberately openly, unashamedly as part of their official policy, like the CCP, I might add, and as a means of consolidating and maintaining power. They influence the mind so slowly and indirectly. They influence the mind so slowly and indirectly that we may not even realize what they have done. No longer are there any brains, only conditioned patterns of educated muscles, period, end quote. Now, you know why they call us hackable animals. Now, you know why I titled the book Hackable Animals. You know, they claim that we're soulless hackable animals. The truth is we are hackable animals, but we're not soulless 
hackable animals. Now, all of that said, they understood the science of brainwashing and menticide back in the 50s. So can you try to imagine what they can do and what they are doing right now with the weaponized artificial intelligence, right? With the sentinel surveillance, all of the stuff that they're using to immunize humanity against misinformation. It's crazy, friends. Zoinks! What the heck are we going to do about it? Now, let's go ahead and turn our attention back to the global cabal. Because right now, you know, the current meeting of new champions, they're gathered over there in China, really talking about how to use this weaponized AI to do exactly what uh, Merlu was saying there, basically to deliberately, openly and unashamedly consolidate and maintain their power by brainwashing the masses. OK, it, they're they're bringing the human mind into a condition of enslavement and submission and the Summer Davos, that's the perfect case study for how they're doing it. I really, it's a, it's a perfect case study for brainwashing and mind control. Now, the uh, I want to kind of start out here reading the words of Li Qiang. I'm not sure if I pronounced his name right, uh, but this Li Qiang, he is the premier of the People's Republic of China. And he says at the opening ceremony, quote, to, mind you, he's speaking to 1,500 plus of the world's most influential and powerful people. Okay, He says this, quote, as a responsible major country, China has all along stood firmly on the right side of history and on the side of human progress, holding high the banner of peace, development and win-win cooperation. China is committed to building world peace, promoting global development, and upholding the international order. Most notably, since the 18th National Congress of the Communist Party of China, pause, that was back in 2012 when Xi Jinping came to power. The current commie dictator was uh, came to power at the 18th National Congress of the Communist Congress of the Communist Party of China. Now, since then... Says Li Qiang, he says, we have focused on promoting high quality development. We've realized the goal of building a moderately prosperous society in all respects as planned. We've ended absolute poverty in China once and for all and embarked on a new journey toward building a modern socialist country in all respects. The question, period, end quote. The question is, do you believe him? Do you believe him? Friends, do you believe that all along, all along, we've got it wrong. I mean, all along, China has stood firmly on the right side of history. Do you believe that? Do you believe that China has all along stood on the side of human progress? Do you believe that? Do you believe that China is committed to upholding the international order? Hmm. Do you believe that they have realized the goal of ending absolute poverty in China? Do you believe any of it? Friends, these are honest questions because obviously he believes it. I mean, he's the premier of China, so he believes it. And we can assume that a certain percentage of the audience of those 1,500 global elites from over 140 different countries, many of them believe it, which is undoubtedly why China is being touted as the role model for the world, right? Makes sense if they believe this, okay? So just listen to what the Chinese Communist Party has been able to accomplish. 
They are they say they're building a modern socialist country in all respects. They're providing strong dynamism to the world economy and they're boldly leading the way forward toward global socialism, a.k.a. globalization via Xi Jinping's three visionary initiatives. That's, you know, a little bit more of that coming out of that opening statement, which is linked in the report today, friends. You know, I say the torch report is the truth you can trust, not because I'm asking you to take my word for anything, but because I do an insane amount of research to you know, come up here and put all the information out there in front of you so you can click the links and check it out and, and learn for yourself and develop your own informed perspective. Now, ultimately, the gist of the speech is that the Chinese are showing the world how to work together for the common good. Okay, that's the story. And it's an inspiring story, is it not? It sounds nice, doesn't it? But do you believe it? Friends, of course, that should be a rhetorical question. Now, before I flay these so-called visionary initiatives of the commie dictator Xi Jinping, I want to point out the two words that uh, I was emphasizing. I don't know if you picked up on this subtle emphasis, but just listen. And it sounds nice. Okay. Now, recall the brain science we are just discussing, how it's literally taking control of the neurons, and then consider the timeless trope. A man is like a rabbit. You can catch him by the ears. Okay, so when they stand up there and say something and people are listening, they're going to just accept that, right? You think about how many people never question what they hear, right? A complete lack of curiosity. Now, most people never question what they're told. They don't question what they read on the internet or what they see on TV, etc. Especially when it's coming from someone who's perceived to have authority, like a government official or a political leader, for example. Now, this, friends, it's just human nature. I mean, we can observe it. We can see it. We need to acknowledge it and deal with it. Because the truth is, most of the time, the majority of the people simply want to believe what they're being told. People want to believe what they're being told. They want to believe what, what they believe and what they hear is the truth. And the reason for that is simple. If you really think about it, it's because it's easier to believe what you're being told than it is to believe that you're being lied to. Because if you believe you're being lied to, then that requires you thinking about how to argue and it, you know, how to debate it. Yeah, I got to go research it. You got to prove it. Like, eh, yeah, no, nah, that's okay. Now, I'm just going to take you at face value there. Now, that's what's going on at the global level because a man is like a rabbit. You can catch him by the ears. And once you do that and your ears are filled with the government's propaganda and it lights up your brain and changes your neurochemistry, okay, that's brainwashing. Now, that said, let's have a look at these so-called visionary initiatives play, uh, put out there by Xi Jinping. And these have actually been rolled out uh, over several years. China's Global Development Initiative was the first one that came out. And the Global Development Initiative, the GDI, purportedly pools global consensus and it injects impetus into the realization of the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals as defined by the United Nations. Sounds good. Link there in the report, friends. Uh, the second initiative and by the way, just uh, note here, I, the links in the report for the Global Development Initiative, the Security Initiative, and the Civilization Initiative, they're going directly to Chinese official Chinese sources. I want you to be able to read it for yourself again. You don't have to take my word for it. See it. But just don't get caught by the ears, okay? So 
China's Global Security Initiative, not to be confused with the GDI, this is the GSI, posits that common, comprehensive, cooperative, and sustainable security, which is a lot of crap, it can only be achieved by upholding the right ideas, direct quote, the right ideas, and the right ideas, they say, are outlined in the United Nations Charter. Now, The third initiative, China's Global Civilization Initiative, the GCI. Okay, we've got the Development Initiative, the Security Initiative, and the Civilization Initiative. The GCI claims that people need to keep an open mind. People need to refrain from imposing their own values or models on others. Unless, of course, you happen to be a commie seeking to forcefully impose socialism upon the world. Now, friends, their propaganda is stellar, is it not? It always sounds good. I mean, really all state propaganda these days, I mean, they've got it down to such a high degree of of sophistication, uh, really regardless of the state, whether we're talking, you know, Washington state or any of the other 50 states within our great union or the federal level or what have you. Uh, But the question is, you know, the curious mind should always be asking is this true? Is what I'm hearing true? Is what I'm seeing real? Is what I'm reading right? Okay. Is what they claim they say they want to do, is it what they're actually doing? Now, I realize that I'm getting long on, you know, short on time here, so I'm not going to be able to break it all down, but I did put a short list of sources that openly refute their stated intent. You know, the GSA, the Global Security Initiative, really equates to how China wants to replace the U.S. as the, as the, uh, the U.S.-driven world order, right? They want to do a new world order. China's Global Development Initiative is not as innocent as it sounds, okay? China's new Global Devi- Development Initiative, yeah, it's more than meets the eye, okay? The trouble with China's Global Civilization Initiative is that it's Be- Beijing's dream of a new world order. Now, I want to point a few things out here. First, when I was researching and writing this report today, friends, it was very difficult to find counter-narrative perspectives. I was blown away. I had to look and look hard. I had to dig deep because it was the, the sources of anybody talking bad about the Chinese Communist Party are right now getting buried under a deluge of globalist propaganda. I mean, the UN is touting it. All you know, it, a lot of sources, the the global network of NGOs and all of that, they're all out there saying, oh, China's global development initiative. Oh, China's global security. China's going to help us have world peace. It's it's their global civilization initiative and all of that kind of stuff. Okay. So all of the propaganda, the vast majority of the propaganda is pushing this idea that the Chinese new world order is just going to be stupendous. It's going to be wonderful when we can finally get global socialism. Now, the second thing I want to point out here is pay careful attention how aligned the Chinese Communist Party is with the United Nations. We often think of the United Nations as a Western affiliated, you know, like, you know, they're on our side, right? Not, you know, obviously not. Uh, They are, in fact, communism, uh, communists. The commies helped found the United Nations. I got into that in a report a while back. But ultimately, these... These organizations use nearly identical language to sell the same failed socialist fantasies to 
the current generation of useful idiots. Now, the third thing I want to point out just briefly here is don't lose sight of the fact that these bastards are lying through their damn teeth. Communists are lying through their teeth always. They use language that has a hidden higher meaning and socialistic interpretation that is the exact opposite of what they appear to be saying. That's their words, not mine, straight out of the commie manifesto. Remember always that they are clever, that they are cunning, that they are evil, but they are not stupid. Friends, they think that we're stupid. They think that we're prudes. They think that we're standing in the way of progress. They believe that if we just give up our silly notions of personal freedom, of individual liberties, of local autonomy, of national sovereignty, if we could just do what we're told, then the world would be a better place. Friends, it's the exact opposite of the American dream. In fact, it's the opposite of logic and reason and rational thinking. It's really wishful thinking. I said rashful, but I meant to say rational thinking. It's the opposite of rational thinking. It is wishful thinking. It's delusional. It's impossible. It's undesirable, friends. And yet the United Nations, the CCP, and the rest of the global cabal are aggressively shoving this agenda down our throats. And meanwhile, the masses are being brainwashed to accept it, which is why I want to end today's report with a friendly reminder. Drum roll, please. The commies are taking over the world. <laughs> friends, that is the message of my heart for today. Stay curious. If you're enjoying this podcast, take the time to click the heart. Give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. But don't forget the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.